do you know? It's another Monday. It's another Monday, December 14th, 2020. We don't have too many Mondays left in this year. A lot of people are going to be glad to see 2020 go away. A lot of people didn't think this was a great year. Yeah, good morning, Chester. Chester is here, bright and early. Well, hi, everybody. This is Bob Bro. This is the best old-time radio podcast. And like I said, this is Monday, December the 14th. And on Mondays, we play a comedy. And we have a great one, a good one, a very good one lined up for you uh, this morning or this afternoon or this evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. And I think that you're going to enjoy it. So what you need to do is get over in that big easy chair and get your legs up, get your feet up, and uh, maybe get yourself a little snack, a little something to drink, and just let the cares of the day drift away. Because we're going to be right back with this week's old-time radio comedy. Monday, Monday, can't trust that day. Monday, Monday, it just turns out that way. If you're a baby boomer, you probably remember when you were a kid, the television shows would run for 39 weeks. That was three quarters of 13 weeks each. And then they would be off for the, for the summer. So if you were watching a show like uh, Ozzy and Harriet or um, Jack Benny show, uh, they would normally have new shows for 13 or for 39 weeks. And then uh, they would have a summer replacement come in. And you would always anticipate in September when the uh, new television schedule came out, almost all of the shows started the same week. And uh, you would see whatever changes they were going to make in the show, or if there was new shows being introduced. That's the way it was done. Well, they had borrowed that from radio. That is the way it was done in radio for years, that they would do uh, an original show, not just for 13 weeks like many of them do now, or even for 26 weeks, but for 39 weeks, and then they would take the summer off. Well, that's what Gildersleeve did in 1948. When the show came back on in September, the first episode introduced a new storyline. I mean, it was still the great Gildersleeve. All the characters were the same. Hal Peary was still playing Gildy, but they introduced a unique storyline, and that's what you're going to hear 
tonight. This one was first broadcast on NBC September the 8th, 1948, and it's all about a baby girl left in a car. Here it comes. The Kraft Foods Company presents Harold Perry as the Great Gildersleeve. see what's going on in Summerfield. Vacation time's over for the great Gildersleeve and his little family. The great man is back on the job as water commissioner. Marjorie has fully recovered from her summer romance. And Leroy's sunburned nose has peeled for the third time. It's Saturday morning now, and the Gildersleeve family is just winding up a back-to-school shopping tour at Hogan Brothers Department Store. Come on, children, let's get out of here. Oh, Unky, couldn't we go up to the third floor for a minute? I just want to look at bandanas. Now, have a heart, Marjorie. Your old uncle's all in, and so is his pocketbook. We've got all the packages we can carry anyway. Please, let's go home. Come on, Leroy. Where did that kid go? Oh, there he is. Oh, my goodness. Leroy, get off that escalator. Look, Unc, no hands. <laughs> Leroy, stop showing off and come down here. Immediately, pronto. Okay, Unc. We going now? Oh, I just love to go shopping, don't you, Unky? Uh, yes, indeed. Now, if I can just squeeze through this. Don't stand there like a statue, Leroy. Open the door for me. Sure, Unc. Oh. Certainly be glad when we get these things in the car. Come on, children, let's Bye, go. Bye, Unky. Huh? Where are you going? Well, I promised to meet Francie at the record shop. And thanks, Uncle Mort, for getting me that sloppy Joe sweater And those sandals and that darling dress You're just the best donkey in the whole world And you deserve a great big kiss (laughs) (laughs) Run along, my dear And, Unky, you won't mind taking my packages, will you? Packages? No, not at all Pile them on (laughs) Bye Goodbye Leroy, how about taking a few of these packages? Sorry, Unc, I've got to go, too. What? Remember you said I could go to the movies this afternoon? You promised. I did? Well, all right, go ahead. Old Uncle Mort will go home alone. And, Unc, thanks for getting me those cords and that flight jacket. You're a swell guy. And you deserve a great big... Never mind, Leroy. (laughs) Just run along. So long. (laughs) Uh, Hope I can make it to the parking lot. Uh, uh... Children, they're wonderful, but I'm glad I only have to raise two. The way prices are now, one more would put me in the poorhouse. Hmm, parking lot is doing all right, though. Now, where did I leave my cup? Oh, there it is in that row over there. Oh, watch where you're going! Out of state license. Uh, I made it. Now if I can just get this door open. Uh. Uh. What's that? 
A baby. Hey, what are you doing in my car? Or did I get the wrong car? Let's see. Hole in the top, dent in the fender, jelly on the seat. Yeah, this is my car. <laughs> How did that baby get in there? Where's that parking attendant? Hey, young man. Yeah? Come here a minute. What's the matter, mister? Look what's in the back of my car. What? On the seat there. Well, what do you know? A baby. Yes, it's a baby, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. Cute little baby girl. Now, look here. I bet you're pretty proud of her, all right. What? About uh, six months old, isn't she? I don't know how old she is. Huh? The baby does not belong to me. Somebody left it in my car. Well, what do you know? Wonder who did that? How do I know? Probably some woman shopper got mixed up. Now, you take that baby right out of there, and you keep it till the mother shows up. Well, mister, I ain't got time to take care of a baby. I got cars to park. Well, I haven't got time either. Besides, it's your responsibility. Oh, I don't know about that. You found it in your car. Well, it's your parking lot. Look, see that sign up there? Huh? Not responsible for things taken out of cars. What about it? Well, that goes for things put in cars, too. <laughs> and that includes babies. Look, you... So I... you're on your own, mister. Well, by George, is the last time I'll ever come into this parking lot. It's okay with me. And when that mother shows up, you tell her she'll find her baby down at the police station. It serves her right for being so careless. Okay, I'll tell her. Uh, uh, what a day. Everything happens to me. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Well, here we are, baby. This is where you get off. <laughs> Uh, you're a little young to be going to a police station, but don't worry, you won't be here long. Your mom will come and get you. Uh, uh, how do you pick a baby up? Uh, come on. Hold still now. Baby, stop wiggling. Daisy. Yeah, now I got you. Oop, maybe you got your little finger in my eye. <laughs> Mustn't do that. Oh, I forgot your bottle. There. Well, if I can just kick this door closed. There. Oh, you're a heavy little rascal. Oh, my goodness, the bottle's upside down, got milk all over my shoe. Oh, well, I need a shine anyway. Yeah, well, don't worry, don't worry. Chief Gates will take good care of you. Yeah, and there he is. You see him? That fat fellow behind the desk. Oh, Chief. Well, hello, Mr. Gates. Well, what have you got there, Commissioner? What does it look like? What are you doing? A little baby sitting on the side? Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh. Uh, look, Chief, I found... Say, she's sweet. And look at those little blonde curls. Kitchy, 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 coo. Chief. <laughs> Whose baby is she, Commissioner? I don't know. Why? I found her in a parking lot. Parking lot? Yeah, the mother left her in my car. Oh, an abandoned child. Let's not get dramatic, Chief. <laughs> the mother was probably running around shopping and got mixed up, that's all. Oh, 
Well, she certainly is sweet. <laughs> you wouldn't believe this, Mr. Gildersleeve, but I had blonde curls like that when I was a baby. Very interesting. <laughs> well, that's a fact. Why, everybody thought I looked like a girl. You've certainly changed, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Chief, I gotta be running along. You can just keep that baby here till the mother shows up. Here's her bottle in case she gets... Now, wait a minute, Commissioner. I can't take that baby. Why not? A police station is no place for a baby. You wouldn't want her associating with criminals at her age. Oh, for goodness sake, she's not going to turn into a pickpocket in one day. I'm sorry, Commissioner, but no can do. That's ridiculous. You always take lost kids to a police station. Not this one. We don't have the proper facilities. What a baby needs is a woman's care. Well, you used to look like a girl. Now, Commissioner, I'll tell you what you do. You just take Babykin's home. Oh? Yes, and Bertie can take care of it until you hear from us. But, Chief... That's an order from the police department. Goodbye, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> Goodbye, Babykin. <laughs> kitchy, 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 coo. Oh, kitchy, kitchy, coo yourself. <laughs> got to get me out of this. He's supposed to be my lawyer. Yes, I know. You're a nice little baby, but I can't take you home. Come on. Hello, Gildy. Well, a baby. How did you guess? Well, I must say that you make a very fetching nursemaid. <laughs> you can skip the so-called humor, Judge. My, she's a chubby little youngster. Hello there. Kitchy, 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 goo. Judge, is that all anybody can say? Look, Horace, you've got to help me out. I found this baby. I know, Gildy, I know. Chief Gates just owned me. Oh, he did? Well, what am I going to do? I don't see why I should have to take care of her. How do I know when the mother will show up? Now, keep cool, Gildy. Just sit down and relax. Well, I'll sit down, but I won't relax. <laughs> Hold still now, baby. <laughs> well... You're my lawyer, Judge. What do I do? I've got that all worked out, Gildy. <coughs> Hurry up, Horace. Well, first of all, let's examine the facts. Ye gods, get to the point. Well, Gildy, right now, the baby is in your possession. I don't need a lawyer to tell me that. And in the legal phraseology of Blackstone, possession is nine points of the law. But you mean I've got to keep the baby? I thought you said you had it all worked out. I have, Gildy. Your worries are all over. I'm going to take the little tyke off your hand. You are? Are you going to keep her? Well, not exactly. A uh, Miss Simpson runs a very fine foundling home a few miles out of town. I'll simply put the child in her care until the mother returns. Well, that's wonderful, Judge. I don't know how to thank you, old friend. It's all right, Gildy. That's what friends are for. You're true blue, Horace. And I'm sorry that I called you harsh names in the past, like windbag and old bag of bones. <laughs> don't mention it, Gildy. And I'm sorry that I've sometimes referred to you as fatty face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all right. <laughs> well, guess I'll be going. Here's the baby, Horace. Oh, I can't take her now, Gildy. What? Why, it'll take several days to get her in the hole. Several days? Well, they're overcrowded. There'll be forms to fill out. Red tape. So you just take the baby home. But just... Now, now, don't worry, Gildy. It won't take me long. By the time you get her in that home, she'll have a family of her own. Gildy! You old windbag! Fatty face! Bag of bones! Ah! 
Now look what you did. Don't cry, baby. Don't cry now. I'm going to take you home. How do I get into these things? It's late afternoon now, and the great Gildersleeve still has a little visitor at his house. The little stranger's made herself right at home in the living room. Right now, she's contentedly surveying the world from the bottom of a clothes basket. Hello, little sweetheart. Hello, little blue eyes. Marjorie, get away from that baby. You've been bothering her all afternoon. Unky, can't I pick her up and hold her just once more? Please, Marjorie, just leave her there in the basket. Maybe she'll go to sleep. All right. Oh, Uncle Mort, I'm going to get married and have a baby girl just like her. Yeah, maybe you'd better finish high school first. <laughs> You'll have plenty of time to get... That must be Chief Gates. Maybe the mother's turned up. It's about time. Hello? Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Hello, Chief. Is the mother down there? No, she hasn't shown up all day. Uh... You know what I think, Commissioner? I don't think she's coming back. That's certainly using your head, Chief. Thanks. That's what I get paid for. Uh, you've got to do something, Chief. Send your men out and find her. Don't worry. You just sit tight. Yeah, sit tight. And, Commissioner. Yes. Yeah. Give my love to Baby Can. Oh, Fred, goodbye. Where is that mother? Didn't they find her yet, Unky? No, not yet. Oh, Unky, couldn't we keep the baby here just till Mother comes back? Uh, Marjorie, you know we can't do that. Why, the Mother might not show up for months. Well, I take real good care of it, and you wouldn't have no, to do it. Oh, my dear, you know, just get the idea out of your head. The baby will be a lot better off in that foundling home. Besides, we can't... Hi! Leroy, do you have to slam that door? What a movie, Unky. You should have seen old Tex clean up those cattle rustlers. Bang! Bang! Leroy! Be quiet. The baby's trying to sleep. Yeah, old Tex, you're... Baby? Gee, it is a baby. Where'd it come from? Unky found it in the parking lot. Huh? <laughs> We're just keeping it for somebody. Keeping it for somebody? Who? I don't know. What? Now, Leroy, don't ask a lot of questions. It's only going to be here for a day or two. Oh, that's good. Look at her, Leroy. Isn't she a cute little girl? Cute? She looks goofy to me. Well, she does not. She's beautiful. Ah, that little squirt. She looks goofy. Well, when you were a baby, Leroy, you looked pretty goofy yourself. Everybody said I looked just like you, huh? Leroy? <laughs> you may go upstairs. See, smarty. And you too, Marjorie. We'll just let the baby sleep now. Oh, all right. Goodbye, little sweetheart. Goodbye, little sweetheart. Oh, you keep still. Uh, children, and now I've got three of them. Miss Yes, Bertie? Baby all right? Uh, seems to be fine. Well, I'm getting her next feeding ready. <laughs> oh, guess you must have heard me. Look at it. Yeah. Mr. Gillsleeve, isn't that the prettiest little thing you ever saw? Yeah, she sure is. <laughs> By the way, Bertie, there's no sign of the mother yet. Oh, that's a shame. Looks like we may have to keep the baby for a few days. Oh, that's nice, Mr. Gillsleeve. I was going to hate to see her go. 
far as I'm concerned, we could just keep her here forever. Well, we couldn't do that, Bertie. I'm afraid we're going to have to let the judge put her in that foundling home. Oh. What's the matter? You think that's the best place for her, don't you? Well, if you say so, if it was up to me, I wouldn't let that child go to no home. I'd keep her right here with us, but it ain't up to me, it's up to you. But, Bertie, this baby isn't our responsibility, you know that. Yes, sir, I know it, but that little baby don't. All she knows is she wants love and affection, but it ain't up to me, it's up to you. But, Bertie... It's up to you if you got your mind made up to send that poor little thing away, you send her away. It's, it ain't up to me, it's up to you. Now, look, Bertie... If it was up to me, she'd stay right here in that clothes basket, but it ain't up to me. But, Bertie... No, sir, it's up to you. Yes, I wish it wasn't up to me. Why does everybody have to be so unreasonable? About all I can do to just raise Leroy and Marjorie... Oh, oh, Adeline. Well, come in. Throckmorton, what's all this I hear about you finding? Oh, there she is, in a clothes basket. Isn't she cunning? Yes, she is. Oh, look at those pink cheeks. You're just a regular little peach blossom. That's what you is. Kitchy, 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 coo. Throckmorton, you're wonderful. Huh? Taking care of this little wave. Well. Yes, indeed. Why, you're a knight in shining armor. I am? Yes, sirree. I can just see you rescuing that little child and riding away on your white horse. Well, not a horse exactly, just my old Studebaker. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful you've taken this little bundle of heaven into your home. Well, it's just for a few days. Too bad you're not going to keep her longer. Be so much fun for us. Fun, um, um, for us? Oh, of course, silly. I could come over in the evening and help your babysit. Well. <laughs> you would? Mm-hmm. And we could kitschy-coo the baby together. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and maybe after the baby's asleep, we could sit on a sofa and do a little kitschy-cooing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Uh, maybe we could start tonight, Adeline. Throckmorton. Yes. You know, I just thought of something. What's that? Well, after a while, maybe we'd get so used to the baby, we'd want to keep it for our very own. Huh? <laughs> of course, we'd have to go through some silly little old formalities, like a marriage ceremony. Marriage ceremony? Why, yes. Throckmorton, where are you going? Down to Peavy's to get some cough syrup for the baby. Well, the baby isn't coughing. Don't want to take any chances. Goodbye. Hello, Phoebe. Yeah, hello, Mr. Kellyfeen. <laughs> Mr. Gillisleeve. Yes? Rock-a-bye, baby, on the treetop. What? When the wind blows, it cries. Peavy, do you have to sing that song? Well, it seems rather appropriate in the view of your little visitor. Uh Uh-huh. According to the judge, she's quite an attractive little tot. Yes, sir. I tell you, there's nothing can get under your skin like a baby can. 
<laughs> like a baby can. That's a little witticism they sometimes call baby, baby can. I, I know, Pete. Well, I thought that was rather humorous. Yeah. Baby can, baby kin. All right. <laughs> You know, Peavy, people can be awfully unreasonable sometimes. Yeah, some people can, I guess. Just because I found this baby, everybody thinks I ought to keep her. Now, let me ask you something. All right. Suppose you'd found this baby in a parking lot. Oh, that couldn't happen to me, Mr. Gildersleeve. Why not? I never go to a parking lot. I always park in the alley and shave a quarter. Mm. <laughs> All right, but say you did find this baby and you took it home. Now, what would you do? Well, first of all, I'd have to explain it to Mrs. Peavy. Can't you leave Mrs. Peavy out of this? Mr. Gildersleeve, you don't know Mrs. Peavy. <laughs> well, tell me just one thing. Would you keep her or send her away? Who, Mrs. Peavy? No! <laughs> I don't know why I came in here. Peavy, you're a big help. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'll figure this out for myself. Uh, Mr. Gildersleeve, if you really want my advice... Yes, Peavy? After this, I'd park my car in the alley. Oh! <laughs> that you, Miss Gildersleeve? Yes, Bertie. Got some news for you. Gonna make you mighty happy. Oh, yeah? What's that? The judge phoned. Said he fixed things for the baby to go to that home tonight. He did? Yes, sir. He's coming over to get her right now. Well, that's fine. Yes, sir. <laughs> Where's Marjorie? Up in her room. She don't feel so good. Oh, well, she'll get over it. This is the best way, Bertie. Yes, if you say so. It ain't up to me. It's up to you. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll be glad when this is over. Better make sure the baby's ready. <laughs> Hello. How are you? <laughs> Well, that's good. Uh, baby, I don't suppose anybody's told you, but you're going away to a nice home. You won't mind that, will you? Yeah, of course not. You'll meet a lot of other little babies there, too. You'll have lots of fun. <laughs> Gee, you are cute. Baby. You understand, don't you? You know I don't want to send you away. But it's for your own good. And you'll be happy there, too. In a day or two, you'll forget all about us. Won't you? Sure. <laughs> Wish you wouldn't look at me like that. <laughs> well, you got to get ready. Let me tie your little bonnet. Oop. Say, that's my thumb you got there. Let go now. Let go. Look at those little fingers. They're so tiny. Let go now. Oh. I'll get it. Well, guess that's the judge. Afternoon, Judge. Hello, Bertie. The baby already? Yes, yeah, so she's in the living room. Well, <laughs> well, baby, guess it's time for you to go. Well, hello, Gilda. Hello, Judge. Well, if I do say so myself, I handled this matter with a great deal of speed and dispatch. I knew you were in a hurry, so I... Yes, Judge, I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, is the uh, little infant already? Uh, yes. Then I'd better get started. If you'll just hand her to me... Um, Judge, you're sure the home isn't too overcrowded now? 
Oh, no. All the arrangements are made. Miss Simpson has an empty crib waiting. Oh, she has, huh? Well, uh, don't you think you ought to wait till the morning, Judge? It's getting a little chilly out. Now, don't worry, Gildy. I'll bundle her up. Well, come on. Give me the baby. Well, I can't. She won't let go of my thumb. What's the matter with you? Look out. I'll pick her up. There you are, baby. Well, bye, Gildy. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, baby. Now, don't start to cry. Come on, now. Who could give me that baby? What? Don't argue with me. Give her back to me. Come on, baby. You see, she doesn't want to go with you. She wants to stay here with me. Don't you, baby? <laughs> but, Gilday, Miss Simpson's expecting her. What about that empty crib? Miss Simpson can put you in the empty crib, you old goat. <laughs> Gilday, you're an old faker. Well, maybe I am. Kitchy, 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 goo. <laughs> She's got my thumb again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on now, give Uncle Throckmorton a great big smile. <laughs> That's right. Miss Gilsley, you better get started now. You're going to be late for work. Oh, yes, I guess I will. Well... And on the way home tonight, would you mind stopping at Hogan Brothers and getting a few things? Hogan Brothers? I just went shopping there. <laughs> yes, sir. But you got an addition to the family now, and she needs a lot of things. Here's the list. Oh, thanks. Let's see here. Crib, two blankets, six nightshirts, um, baby dresses. Didn't know babies were so expensive. <laughs> oh, well... What the heck? They're worth it. That's where my money goes to buy my baby clothes. Leroy! <laughs> the Great Gilded Plate is played by Harold Perry. Adeline Fairchild by Miss Luna Merkel. The show was written by Dean Stone and Jack Robinson with music by Jack Meekin. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Earl Ross, and Richard Legrand. This is John Wall saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. And be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. So now Gildersleeve has a baby. A baby girl. Well, as you understand, this was the season premiere in the 1948-1949 season. They had gone off the air in June, as those programs used to do, and they came back in September, September the 8th. And this was the first episode. And so what they did is they set up a recurring storyline with something that Gildersleeve did very effectively. So what we're going to do, we're going to play the next episode next week, and then Subsequently, in future weeks, we will continue the storyline. Not every week, or maybe we'll even sneak in an extra bonus bonus show after one of our other comedy shows. Haven't figured that out yet, but I promise you that we are going to take these shows in sequence. There are several more episodes that involve this little baby, and the story gets pretty good. So we will cover them one way or another in the coming weeks.
Well, that is going to do it for us for this Monday, December the 14th in the year 2020. We are going to go out tonight. I was listening to, um, well, in listening to The Great Gildersleeve, I thought this is a classic situation comedy. This is the type of show that translated so well to television back in the early days. And I got thinking about some of those early family shows, those family sitcoms. And one of the ones that popped in my mind right away was the Donna Reed show. (laughs) Remember Donna Reed? She played Donna Stone, and her husband was a doctor, Alex Stone. And they had two kids, Jeff and Mary, as I recall. And they were played by Paul Peterson and Shelley Fabre, respectively. And it was one of those great shows that were so family-oriented. As the kids grew into teenagers, the producers of the show saw a great marketing angle. And they started having them sing, sometimes on the show. So, going out tonight, we are going to offer you Shelley Fabre singing a big hit song from 1962. And Paul Peterson also singing a hit song from 1962, probably not as big as his, quote, sisters, unquote, but still, maybe it's one you'll remember. Okay, everybody, we will be back tomorrow with an old-time radio drama. This is Bob Bro. I'm so glad you stopped by, and I'm so glad you met me.
Yeah. 